What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Joystick Chronicles podcast. We are finally back, and we're talking about Fortune's Keep, the brand new map that's coming to Warzone in Season 4. Let's get started. Um, you're forgetting that I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. You get a pass. Never mind. I'll go fuck myself. Uh, Hello, Bam. Can I just say that the Stranger Things... Uh, soundtrack that we were just listening to got me absolutely pumped for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that uh, so I didn't I didn't mean to do it on purpose, but it was a really good uh, energy uh, amplifier for all, uh, both of us. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I feel like vibes were a little low when we first got on this Discord call, and then Stranger Things soundtrack <laughs> happened, and look at us here we are. <laughs> look at us. Vibes are immaculate, and we're ready to talk because uh, it's so. been what three weeks two weeks i think may 24th was our last episode so welcome back to us i guess uh sorry that it's been yeah this is now what the third week um the reason yeah. for that is because you were out of the country and abandoned me i was in ireland yeah i was drinking guinness must be fun for you it was, I was good time i was here just by myself trying to talk about video games and couldn't could not. It, I, I mean, I will say it uh, It initiated a lot of content. <laughs> There's been a lot of content over the last three weeks that I've been gone. Yeah, a lot of updates. Um, sounded like you had a great time, and uh, I'm glad that you were able to go. And one, get home. I, I feel like that was the biggest thing. So uh, it's nice to have you back in the United States of America. So I'm not going to put it completely on record, but... We did. We we made it home. You got it back. That's all that matters. We made it home. That okay, is all yeah. that matters. Um, okay. Hold on. I have this pulled up now. It, who's in? Do we know who's in? Do we have somebody watching? <laughs> if you're in chat, let us know. Uh, we're we're gonna What's make up? this as interactive as possible. And uh, yeah, if you're in chat and you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribed on to the YouTube. Uh, just right down below, hit that red sub button and uh, turn the notifications on. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to. And thank you for joining us this week. Um, and got another subscriber to the YouTube channel today. So original Fudgeify, thank you for subbing. And what up? Uh, we're going to kick this right off. We've got a couple headlines that we want to rapid fire through uh, because we have a lot of Call of Duty content to pick yes. up on. Um, obviously, Warzone 2, the gameplay reveal. Uh, we've got uh, Fortune's Keep that was announced yesterday. Um, so lots to talk about real quick. Um, sticking on the Call of Duty topic, though, it was announced. I think it came out today, actually, uh, that Zombies is getting a new map in Vanguard. So uh, wait, like, in Vanguard. Yeah. yeah. Zombies yeah. has been brushed under the rug for the last however many seasons. And uh, they're finally getting some content, all the, the Zombies fans. So they can be happy about that. They've definitely been neglected. Um, so I know um, there's a, a decently large community that are uh, big Zombies fans. And, you know, I always I love myself a good uh, good game of Zombies. Um, but Shino Numa is now going to be the newest uh, Vanguard Zombies map. So... Not huge news, but cool that there is continuing to be more content put into uh, Vanguard, obviously knowing that Call of Duty's focus, at least what their focus should be, is on Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. We will get into more of that, but that's interesting news. I didn't know that until like literally just now. <laughs> I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, good, good for for people that are still playing Zoms. I I may yeah. I mean we may throw it on just to just test it out. I mean, I, I always feel like it's worth a try just to to give the new map a just a a little a little, uh, a little try. A yeah, give it a get a little give it a little love. Um, but yeah, it's nothing that we're going to spend a whole lot of time on. Um, so it just kind of is what it is. I feel like it's a definitely an afterthought, especially coming out. Uh, what is it? The day after that, fortunes keep uh, the map gets revealed for that. So you, you can, like zombies. You can tell where it falls on the totem pole. For yeah, Activision and and Treyarch and Infinity Ward and everybody. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Okay, we'll talk more about it as we get into more COD stuff. But okay, first gaming headline I want to get into though. Uh, graphics card prices coming back down. They're coming down, uh, which is great. Scalpers are getting screwed, which is even better. Um, and there's actually, I don't even know if we've talked about it really. Um, but there's, uh, what's the, there's another graphics card that's coming out. Um, it's the 4,000 series I actually just looked up today. And if it's original Fudgeify, we actually were talking about it today. Um, but uh, the 4000 series cards got pushed back. I think I think it's technically October now. I think you're talking about something else. There's kind of an inter- intermediary uh, card. No, Intel is coming out with graphics cards. That's what it is. Oh. Uh, uh, Intel Arc graphics cards. Um, so now there's going to be Intel, uh, which obviously goes with the Intel CPUs. There's going to be AMD, which goes with the, the AMD Ryzen CPUs. And then there's NVIDIA, who has just always been a graphics card yeah um company um definitely some some big news there it's good to see it coming back the stat what kind of brought this up was uh (laughs) the headline was the scalper loses 23k (laughs) from uh you know what i i get like buying and selling but yeah if you're if you're a scalper and you just bought a bunch to be a dick and then you've been reselling them for Double, triple. You kind of suck. Balance. <laughs> balance is being restored. You kind of suck. It's like in uh, in Endgame or Infinity Ward, and Thanos is holding the knife. He said it's perfectly balanced, as everything should be. Now we're, we're getting more balance. Uh, Thanos has entered the chat, and now GPU prices are, are coming back down. So Thank you. Scalpers are getting what they deserve, and uh, we're happy about it. So Okay, moving on. Rapid fire. Um... What we missed is the Xbox Bethesda showcase as well. Yeah. Um, what it is, there's a what, like 56 games or something that were announced for the next year. And I want to say 43 of them uh, are going to be available day one on Game Pass, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, Game yeah. Pass continues to be the number one value in gaming. Um, so if you are a Game Pass subscriber, you're definitely got a lot of content coming your way. Um, couple of notable things that i just saw off of the rip from that one of the graphics Mm. um interestingly enough is valorant is actually coming to game pass um which that's a a right valorant yeah valorant is going to be on game pass um so that if you're a big valorant player i i don't consider myself a big valorant player but i've definitely um I've definitely it's got a large audience. It does for sure. And I've definitely given it a shot, uh, especially with some coworkers. Lincoln's in the chat here. He's one of my coworkers. Um, it's 
very interesting to see that come to Game Pass because that just means I can essentially take another game launcher off of my computer. Um, and we're seeing this trend now. Call of Duty is another one that's going to be coming to Steam. Um, so yeah. everybody with their own game launcher is kind of getting into the the popular ones, trying to get their game out to the masses. Um, so I think we're going to see this trend of, of not having just one dedicated launcher for these games, uh, especially as Game Pass continues to to increase its uh, popularity and, and just the value that uh, it brings to uh, all these different consumers. Um, um, and to, to Lincoln's question, he asked what the, our favorite game of the showcase is. Um, I think Starfield is going to be an interesting one uh, because what I think they said, what there's like a thousand planets that you can, um, yeah, you a, can a, go and explore. It's just one huge like, open universe. It's going to be cool. I think just as games evolve, I don't know if that's something that I would necessarily be into, but I just think it's fascinating because now that we get into like metaverse and all these sorts of things, like they're making these incredible and also like all the the 4K graphics and we'll get into more of it with COD too, but that and uh, Unreal Engine, what is it? Unreal Engine Unreal 5. Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, we've talked about like, that. It's it's amazing what unreal engine can do and what it can bring not just to the gaming community but everywhere i mean i saw yeah. a video on twitter just the other day of a guy he was in his living room on his phone just connected live on his phone and he was what looked like he was filming in the wilderness in like a big like like at night oh, i like, saw that video yeah, that was in unreal engine 5 and it's just it's, it, it's amazing it looks real yeah I, yeah yeah it's crazy um starfield and then so like I'm, I'm, you could pull up the. Do you want to pull up this list real quick? The graphics in the in the link that I put in the uh, log. Yeah, for sure. Um, um I, I will say like I, none of these really jumped out that much to me. Well, Diablo Four is in there, which has another giant following. Forza, uh, Redfall. I, you know what is one thing that is very interesting to me uh, with the sh- actual showcase, and I wanted to bring this up. They have Halo Infinite Season 3 on this graphic. They didn't talk about Halo at all. I mean, it's. I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, they've said that this new season of Halo is going to be what brings the game back. Um, there's been rumors about a, a Battle Royale coming. I don't really think that's actually going to happen we'll see I, I mean i'll believe it when i see it so we've, play been, it. we've been talking about it for forever um so yeah i will I'm, play it. It, it i'm curious but i don't i just think that they've lost too much of their player base too quickly because of the lack of updates that were actually being made to the game that they're really going to need to come out punching and have a lot of fixes and a lot of very frequent updates to it in order to actually um, make Halo a success again and bring it back to life. So another thing, so Sean's in here too. Um, he said Starfield looked very good. I hope he. I hope it doesn't go the route that No Man's Sky did, quantity or quality. I I don't know because I didn't play No Man's Sky, but I think from what he's talking about is just that they they made it so expansive that it it didn't end up being very quality. So I agree with you. I mean, a thousand planets seems wild, but like with the capabilities now, I think you can make it pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of potential in Starfield. And if done right, I mean, you see it in Elden Ring. That's just a little bit of it. 
it's yeah the the map in elden ring is so expansive and there's so much that you can explore it's like you're still finding new things in a second or a third playthrough yeah uh, starfield is essentially the same but the planets even larger like yeah like That's nuts. you have your own ship and you're going from planet to planet to planet to planet and i mean being able to explore each one is such a cool concept um i i think it really could succeed it's just going to depend on the quality the engine how it performs that's one of the things that with a game that big i worry from the jump is will it be complete when it's actually uh released and that's one of the things we talk about all the time is please just give us a finished product that's going to run properly cyberpunk is the perfect example of a game that's hyped up so much it doesn't perform properly and it is just an absolute cluster yeah and then sean said something about kojima creating an xbox game i don't really know i don't have any background on that yeah. so i'm kind of looking trying to look it up hideo kojima he's a um he was really like the brains behind uh metal gear solid um he made mm. that stranding he was i'm i think for, for the most part a uh, a sony guy and okay. did a lot of work with PlayStation, which is why when he shows up at an, in an Xbox uh, showcase and has that like, partnership with Xbox, it's actually a big deal. Uh, people are like pissed. Yeah. Well, all the Xbox people are super happy about it and all the PlayStation yeah. people feel betrayed. So I think it's trade. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. Us being <laughs> Xbox fans. Uh, I think it's a, a cool thing. <laughs> um, okay. We got to keep up with this rapid fire here. Samsung, uh, more news in this, uh, actually even related to, to Xbox. Um, Samsung has announced that there's going to be the Samsung Gaming Hub, and it's in partnership with Xbox. And if you have a Samsung Smart TV, uh, you'll essentially be able to play Game Pass on your TV without needing a console. Um, and it's all going to be through cloud gaming. So very cool concept we've seen it done before with uh with google stadia google stadia was a complete flop and it sucked yeah. because cloud gaming is hard to get done properly if and, and it has everything to do with you know your internet speed your bandwidth and all of the all of that not just the hardware it's all software so if the software is not right it's not going to be a good experience and people aren't going to do it um i yeah I'm but I'm intrigued. I think it's cool. I'm hesitant, but can you imagine like down the road? Like I think about like as a kid growing up and like just I would I I wished and I literally thought about this all the time. Wherever we went, all I wanted to do was play games. Like I brought my Game Boy everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like if I could have brought my console with me everywhere I would. GameCube we used to play in the car. Like it would have been a dream for me to like go to an Airbnb or a hotel and you like can literally like load up like your game. You could probably log in. Like if they make this right or make this the way I would envision it is like yeah. you can just log into your account on the TV. Can you imagine going to a hotel, logging in and literally like you all you need is the controller and, and you're playing your game like on just on the TV? It'd be sweet. It'd be really cool. I mean, you could. The concept if, is there. If it catches on, I mean, you could see places listing a Samsung TV as an amenity because, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the place. Um, but like if it works right, yeah, I definitely think there's something there. Um, and with cloud gaming now becoming more of a thing, I, I don't see why it couldn't catch on. It's just going to be all about the user experience. So if it's not right, then it's not going to catch on. 
I gotta go back for half a second just because Matt brings up a good point in the comments too. What he was talk, what he was excited about. Um, going back on the games, did you see this trailer for Black Myth Wukong? <clears throat> yeah, Black Myth Wukong looks awesome. Uh, it's a Elden Ring, you know, Souls, Soulsborne kind of game. It's, it's all kind of <sighs> based off of a Chinese lore and just Chinese yeah. culture, and it looks really cool. I it am- feels like a cool crossover between like like an anime but like also you know an, an elden ring or something like that yeah. like yeah it uh, like some of the the bosses that you're fighting have like that chinese dragon type feel um i think the main character at least the in the um the trailer that they have released the main character has like a monkey face on him it's it's really yeah. looks really cool yeah, um, it looks wild it, if you haven't seen it look it up it looks like it could be essentially like the next Elden Ring. Um, it's that type of game. And uh, I'm definitely excited for that one to come out, at least see more as uh, as more gets released, uh, because there's a lot of potential there. Just knowing how much of a success that Elden Ring is, um, they could really see a lot of success being that next Soulsborne type game to come out um, just because of the success of Elden Ring and riding those mm-hmm. coattails. So if they do it right, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be a success and I'm excited for it. So, uh, Matt, that's a great point. And, uh, Sean made a good point too, about just the cloud gaming. It's, it's all about, um, all about the user experience. Yeah. So it's great when it works, when it doesn't, there's just no point in even trying. Um, I've, we've talked about it before. I, I, um, got the Google stadia when it was first announced and I just to try it just to be like, Oh, like, if it's cool, like I'll be one of the first people to have it. And uh, yeah, it sucked. Absolutely terrible. Um, so it's interesting. It's all about your internet connection at that point. So um, yeah, there's Google fiber. I wish, man, I was almost there. They're uh, talking about it here. <clears throat> okay. Last headline of the day. It is officially the end of an era because internet Explorer is being oh. retired uh, tomorrow. Actually, This is the show log. What are we talking about? <laughs> June. 15th is officially the last day of Internet Explorer after 27 years. So uh, end of an era. I don't remember the last time I used Internet Explorer. It's actually the the last time I used Internet Explorer was to download Google Chrome. (laughs) Okay, wait. Rip. I wonder if you could uh, like 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 use it from the like the 90s. I wonder if you could like generate it like an old experience from the 90s. Oh, if it doesn't exist already, there's definitely going to be some sort of emulator that comes um, and just like try and get the old Internet Explorer experience. I'm sure it exists. I I would be shocked. I'm literally, I'm looking right now. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, Okay. Anyway. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this today. Because there's a lot, a lot to cover. So yesterday, um, the new fortune's keep map was revealed and that was all about uh what's going to replace rebirth island in season four of Warzone. uh so season four starts on the 24th of june um so we are what almost a week and a half away um next friday i believe and we don't know what's going to be happening to rebirth island officially and i'm excited Changes are coming. And this, honestly, this was not even on our radar the last time we had an episode. It just kind of popped up out of nowhere. And it was, I, I which I think is a great thing. I mean, with so many leakers out there. 
it's like wasn't oh, you, there you kind of know what's coming before it even gets announced and it's like wasn't there just... like soft rumors around it like that they were gonna do something with rebirth but no nobody kind of knew what it was yeah something uh we just we had no idea and i think it was another map <laughs> no like a completely I, new map i was thinking they were just gonna like change it up you know i i, I yeah i mean figure change the pois especially knowing that we're getting uh, Modern Warfare 2 in a couple months here. It's like, why put the resources into building an entirely new map, which clearly they had that in their back pocket already, and it was done. Um, you know, I'm wondering so, if they're trying to kind of hold us off, because, I mean, we got a little bit of, we got a little bit of time before uh, Modern Warfare 2 drops. Season 4, uh, also for Warzone, coming out, but nobody's really playing Caldera, so there's that. Yeah, I think I, the last stat that I saw was what seventy percent of Warzone's player base is pretty much strictly playing uh, Rebirth Island right now. That's so nuts. So I mean, that's a lot. It's a huge shift from you know majority of the people were playing for Dansk and Rebirth wasn't as big uh, or as much of a focus. And then Caldera comes out, everybody realizes, hey, it's really not that great of an experience. Uh, going back to it's all about the user experience. Bam. We're going to go just straight to Rebirth, and it feels more like Verdansk than Caldera does. So um, that's what we're going to play. That's what we're going to enjoy. And I'm, I've am i really been enjoying it. I mean, I I feel like I am was the original Oh, we're one. still playing it. I feel like I was the original one who was like, okay, you have to get into Rebirth because it's a lot of fun. I, I was not a big fan. No, you didn't want to do it. Well, and that's because we had Verdansk, and Verdansk is so much fun. Yeah, I, I agree. Um but even like when Caldera first started, I feel like you were like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to play Caldera. And then bam. I did. I tried Caldera. And yeah, it was just did. garbage. You, you jumped. <laughs> it was garbage. So I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up the map here really quick. And uh, yes, I was going to say, if you bring it up, it is definitely bigger than Rebirth. We don't know exactly what the scale is yet. Uh, this is really actually the two things that I'm most interested to, to learn is lobby size and the scale of the map. Yeah, we um, haven't quite figured that out yet. And I think they're obviously going to coincide with each other because however large the map is should dictate how many players are actually in a lobby. And we there's not really any confirmation as to how big it is. I've got a couple other graphics. I mean, I've seen so many different scales. I think I've seen like four different ones now at this point where yeah. nobody truly knows what the difference is. But it's definitely bigger. That's like the that's the so, one thing that everybody is obviously in agreement in agreement on. So I'm kind of looking at it now, and in my opinion, I literally just threw a few rebirth games before we started this episode. Yeah. Um, it honestly doesn't look as big as I initially thought. I think, like, you got to think like um, rebirth right now has like how many POIs? I think it was eleven. Yeah, yes. It says like 12. It's only one more POI. I mean, I think it's bigger, but like some of these accounts were tweeting that this thing was like six times the size of uh, of Rebirth. And I just I I don't know that they would do that because the whole idea of Rebirth Island and I would I would be scared if they did this. Um, The whole idea is it's, it's fast paced. It's a lot more fun. Yep. You're 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 constantly in engagements and fights. And like, unless you, if you made a bigger map, you probably have to increase the player size or the player volume per game, mm-hmm. uh, or else you kind of run the risk of this also getting stale. 
this is the interesting one. I've got J God was the one who was primarily working on uh, the size differentials between all the maps. Um, and he, for a lot of this, he has said that he's like, you know, I don't really know if this is super accurate, um, but just for comparison, he has um, rebirth over fortunes keep over caldera. Caldera is four or five times the size of all of them. Um, four million pixels. Forty-four million pixels squared, um, and then there's seven point eight pixel or seven point eight million pixels squared for Fortune's Keep and two point four million for Rebirth. So um, that gives you some sort of idea. You know, Rebirth is probably about three times smaller than Fortune's Keep. Um, it's I need them to come out with the players per game. Yeah, and honestly, we probably enough. we probably won't know that until uh, June twenty fourth or maybe the 23rd when the patch notes come out. Um, and that's going to be interesting, but you can see here, there's a, a, another overlay that he came up with where it looks like maybe about double the size. Um, and then I think there's another one in here. Yeah. You can see at the bottom, there's a, some other math that he did, which I think this was the original one where it's like rebirth is like super tiny in the middle, um, compared to what fortunes keep actually is. So, yeah, no one actually knows um what i'm excited about is just there's changes here uh and you can see to your point um there were 11 pois on rebirth there's 12 here on fortune's keep but what's interesting is that over here on the right side by winery i mean just look at the amount of space uh, between winery and the next poi i mean there's so much space here so i feel like that's gonna just inherently be maybe the slower side of the map a lot of people are gonna stick towards town and keep where the the city actually is buildings all sorts of stuff to to cover yeah i mean one of the one of the things is that all of these buildings is gonna feel i would imagine similar to like downtown in verdansk and it's gonna Mm -hmm. almost bring people back to that um have a very similar feel i would imagine the capital as well in caldera and those are actually one of the areas on caldera that is actually a lot of fun um so i've seen a lot that this map may be super campy because of just the amount of buildings that there are but i mean it's ultimately going to come down to like we said player size and we just have no idea um to Joe's point is what's going to be what's going to be replacing bio is the OG spot is I'm making a big push for winery because we're going to be hosting wineries at happy hours. And I see Christian's point right here where he just broke one of his AirPods because of us. So uh, just he know Christian, his AirPod in his beer. Christian, we will not be replacing your AirPods. Sorry, brother. He said unsubscribe. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so That's Joe good. winery uh, will have weekly happy hours. Uh, hosted at the winery <laughs> brought to you by the joystick chronicles podcast we're gonna Make instead sure of doing instead of doing thirsty thursdays we're gonna do wine wednesdays at the winery <laughs> yeah, yeah follow us on twitter uh for the updates on when to know when to know when to drop in literally all my all my uh i'm not on a ton of streaming but every stream is pretty much titled beaming at bio so we're, we're gonna need something else uh what 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 at winery getting fucked up at the winery <laughs> <laughs> that's what i like whining at winery yeah probably whining i want i want joystick brand airpods those christian <laughs> check the merch store <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay um 
Where were we? I'm totally off track now. Um, um, season four is going to be titled Mercenaries of Fortune. Um, so this is the the key art that, would, that they came out with. Um, little pirate vibes here. Looks cool. Yeah, total pirate vibes. Uh, I think there's going to be... Uh, actually, what I'm curious to see is uh, new contracts possibly coming along with this map. I know that's something that we've gotten with new map releases in the past. Um, and there may be something similar to like a, like a theft or a heist or something along those lines. Um, so that's something to, to maybe keep an eye out for, uh, because there's definitely some potential for new objectives within it. Um, but I want a pirate skin. You might get it. You never know. Um, I mean, we're getting Pharaoh skins um, in in Warzone right now, so I, I don't think a pirate is out of the realm of possibilities. Um, but I would imagine if the theme um, of this Mercenaries of Fortune season uh, in the track record that Call of Duty has had, this character in the key art is going to be one of the characters included within the Battle Pass. Um, so just know that this skin right here definitely looks pretty cool, but I would imagine he will be playable. Um, at some point and then um these this is another one of the the uh, key um the key visuals here and there's three other skins this one of the top right is actually pretty cool this might be like one of the mastery ones when you like reach level 100 in the battle pass um so who knows but definitely going with the the heist and the theft uh feel and vibe uh for this season but there's definitely a lot of potential with this map and i'm excited for it um it's something new. Yeah, definitely something new. And it's going to have a lot of, I think, familiarity with um, just how it's positioned uh, in kind of has that small rebirth type feel, but it still is a little bit bigger. So you have uh, hopefully a larger player base uh, and it will continue to actually um, feel like a good pace. And Sam, no, if this is a plunder only map, I will riot. I literally boycott. <laughs> I'm going to Apex. Just, I, which I mean, also has been great. Uh, Sean and uh, Sean and Matt were playing Apex the other day. Well, actually, weren't you playing with them? I, I feel like Apex is uh, starting to come back. So I, yeah, I played. Uh, I played a few games, and I was kind of. Bit. Also, it's very uh, very good warm up for uh, COD too. Well. I can't say I've ever done that as a warm up, but uh, <laughs> Matt Matt says wine, winery gets me bricked up. <laughs> Can I get an exclamation point bricked up in chat, please? Thanks. Um, there's a couple great. couple uh, screenshots from the video or the trailer for the season. You can definitely see this almost looks like um, favela from was it Modern Warfare Two? Oh man, Modern Warfare Two. Kind of like this right in here, this little strip of buildings right here kind of has that vibe. Um, so I definitely interested to see how this plays. This area feels like it should play almost it like literally a, looks like favela. Yeah, it feels like or it looks like it should play kind of like a uh, a multiplayer map. So we'll see how it gets in here. I'm sure it's going to get uh, pretty mixy in there. But what I'm a little bit concerned about is just looking at this, the amount of towers that I see because I hate, hate tower campers on rebirth. Um, I'm a we little talk about, concerned. Can we talk about the guy in the, 
uh, the replies that says Rat Nation stand up. This is our time. <laughs> I mean, it's true because I hate getting just just ratted by a bunch of tower campers. And also, I'd be curious, like, how many levels of these buildings you got because this could get that's very densely populated. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. I'd be curious to see what that looks like because if you got a lot more players in this game, that could be that could get. Uh, well, and just shisty. And just looking at this. This appears to be taken right here on the very, uh, what is that, eastern or no, western, well, directions are hard, the very western edge of town. Um, so it looks over most of the map because you can see the keep in the background there. Um, yeah. So there's a lot behind this just based off of the map. Um, so there's, there's definitely going to be some good areas to fight within here. And uh, I'm, I'm excited to see this. See this actually happen. Sean says all those buildings are going to be infested. <laughs> but I mean, it looks like a little, little ratty place, you know? You know, it's going to actually come back because of this is the fire shotgun. Oh, gross. Don't do that. It's, I, I already know it. It's going to happen. The rats are going to come out of the woodwork. Fire shotgun is coming back, and I will absolutely fire. refuse to use it. Um, um, this is a, a good view of what looks like keep. Um, and I think this might go down maybe in the gatehouse, it looks like. Yeah, this is probably going to be gatehouse. And then keep is up here at the top. So what looks like it on the map, what looks like it should be one big POI is technically That's nuts. Um, yeah, it looks cool. There's definitely a lot of open areas to fight within here. But ultimately, this is one just huge area. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to just explore this and see, you know, all the different areas to, to fight within and looking at these pictures, it seems like there should be a lot of players on this map. Just knowing that each of these buildings have multiple levels and there's a lot of different areas. It looks um, really hectic. I'm going to be honest. It does. It does. And I'm honestly, I'm pretty excited about it because, but part of that i'll be i'm curious how this is actually going to play and that's the question i put in the show log too how playable is this going to be because like yeah it's there's a lot of buildings but like depending on kind of the flow of the map i like the i like uh the smaller uh or what am i trying like short range engagements i like that yeah so it's like bio and prison on yeah that's why they're like i mean how do we play rebirth games? We we typically start at bio, go to decon or chem, then straight to prison. It's like yeah, that is the rotation. Just because I feel like, especially you and I, is we like the close range engagements. Really, just trying to get up close and personal. And I feel like looking at these pictures, while well, yes, there's a lot, a lot there, of cover, there's a lot of cover, a lot of room for rotations and everything. Ultimately, when you're in the mix, there hopefully inside of these buildings there's a lot of close engagements happening and it's all about the close quarters combat so i feel like this really could bring in the best of both worlds so what i'm curious about too or or kind of what this looks like to me is almost the opposite of caldera in a way because it's so hectic and there are there are some open areas, but it looks like there's so much going on with so much cover that it's not so expansive and uh, a lot of a lot of open area to just get beamed. 
Yeah. Um, and that's the problem with Caldera, which I think we've mentioned it from the start. Yeah. And I think the addition of the uh, the redeploy balloons were a very good thing for Caldera. And when they continued to add more, definitely helped. But when you're just running through foliage and in the open, I mean, that's not fun. You're just going to get beamed from across the map. And what does it matter yeah. at that point? So having just enough between the POIs to go and, you know, get into new different areas. But then once you get into these areas, you have that close quarters combat. It feels, at least just from these pictures, feels like it should feel like Verdansk. Um, and that's why I think people are going to love this. Ready for Call of Duty to hurt me again. <laughs> Do it. Oh, we're just always ready for it. Uh, other picture here. This is the last screenshot, uh, at least that we've got right here. This looks like it's just from above keep looking out into the gatehouse. And uh, this would be what the southern half of the map. Yeah. Overlooking like Smuggler's Cove all the way down there. Um, so it looks cool. Definitely, definitely interesting. And one little fun fact, actually, I saw a lot of people thinking that this was an island off of Caldera. If you look at the map here, um, actually, it doesn't say it on this one in the other map that the official Call of Duty account uh, tweeted out. It says it's in the Adriatic Sea, which is actually in between Italy and Croatia. So it's not technically next to Caldera. Mm. It's a very just dumb little point that I wanted to call out because <laughs> I felt smart when I figured that out. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. Um, can we move on from Warzone and talk about the future of Call of Duty? Yeah, let's do that. Let's go from uh, Warzone now to uh, to Warzone 2 and where we're headed. Uh, because officially now, uh, Modern Warfare 2 is available for pre-order on uh, on, what is it, um, Steam now, which is awesome. And yep. we talked about that coming to more platforms. Uh, and then, of course, on Battle.net. So there are two different uh pre-order you know game packages available there's yeah. the base package uh well technically there's three because there's the base package which is 70 dollars um which i think this is now obviously going to be the trend with games just continuing to get hiked up in price there is the cross-gen bundle and then there's the vault edition which is 100 bucks and you get the game you get the battle pass you get the red team 141 operator pack. I'll pull up the graphic here. Um, open beta early access. You get 10 weapon blueprints and 12 operator skins within the ghost legacy pack. Uh, and then you get 50 tier skips for the battle pass. Um, lots of value. And you have to think if the regular game is going to be $70, then you're just paying $30 for all of this. Why wouldn't you? get the vault pack because the battle pass is what 10 bucks if you get the version of the battle pass that has the what is it 20 tier skips in it that's 20 bucks um you're getting the ghost legacy pack and the red team 141 operator pack so that's what 16 operators and 10 blueprints on top of the battle pass there's a lot there so that's the way they want you to think kev there's 100%. I mean, it very well could be that all of these skins suck, all these blueprints suck, and you're never going to use them, but this is how they entice you to do it. It's show you a cool graphic with the Red Team 141, and uh, everything else in the Ghost Legacy pack is going to suck. You know what? 
just tell me that noob tubes and one man army is coming back and I'll buy it. <laughs> JK. JK, I wasn't the one that used that. Oh, maybe for a brief you time. You tried it. You did it. I tried it, but I hated people that did it, so I didn't do it. You were the person who got so pissed by uh, when you died from it so much that you had to then equip it yourself and go kill everybody else just to get revenge. I, did, I probably did. Yeah, 100% yeah. that was you. Yeah. I, I know for a fact. It's not even a probably. Probably um, tried to get a nuke is probably what I tried to do. Probably, yeah. So the weapon vault is one that I think is uh, is going to be pretty cool because... You can see by this graphic, and from what I've read, the biggest issue that, I mean, we've talked about this, I don't know how many times, when you buy yeah. or when you get a weapon blueprint and you equip all the different attachments that are not on the actual blueprint, the, the gun looks like shit. It's like you don't actually have the blueprint. What it seems like is with this new weapon vault, each of the different attachments are going to go with the blueprint and have that look and feel. So it may look a little bit different. You can see from this graphic, they're not all looking the exact same, but they all have that theme to them where I think this is a, a total quality of life change um, that they're going to play up as much as they possibly can. And I think it's going to be awesome. It looked like a tree system or something like, um, you can, I don't know. Did you see the, wait, hold on. I don't know if you have it up right now. Yeah. No, it's, don't. I don't, I don't have the, the, the tree. Um, it's yeah. I, I know what you mean. It looks like, did you see that? Yeah. It's like a bracket yeah. kind of deal. It's like once you open or once you unlock one of the attachments, you kind of unlock it for all the guns. And then each different attachment has like a tuning slider that you can, um, you can decide like, you know, one side of the, the tune is like for range and the other side is for close range and you can slide everything back and forth between the two. So um, that's what seems like is for all the attachments. Um, so just continuing to have more and more customization. Uh, what I hope we don't have is the 70 attachments for each gun like we have. Please God, no. Nobody wants that. Um, but having maybe a lot less attachments but being able to customize each one a little bit better to tailor to your play style pro perks yeah i think that's going to be cool pro perks is another one matt said going to play with joe see you later come back <laughs> also shivam has joined us hi shivam what's going on shivam um well yeah i think it's gonna be interesting because i think it's pretty clear that they're taking a lot of learnings from Warzone and yeah, they're listening. the first Warzone yeah, and they're listening to the feedback. Yeah, exactly. And we'll see what it how it turns out. I mean, you gotta think like this is only the second battle royale they're, they're ever doing. So uh I mean I guess that's technically multiplayer that we're talking about, but mm -hmm. it all goes back to Warzone and how Warzone's gonna play out and how Warzone two how uh, how they create this whole thing. So Yeah, it's gonna be um it's one one combined uh, engine now between the two games, which is great. Uh, it's no longer going to be like a when when they introduce Black Ops Cold War and it's you play multiplayer on one engine and you go to Warzone and it's like oh this is from last year's engine but it feels familiar. It's they're building this from the ground up. They have the I mean I sound like a, a, a broken record here where it's like they have the opportunity to do this the right way. Yeah. And if they do it, then awesome. This is going to be a massive hit. Um, one of the things that I know a lot of people are going to be upset about is that 
Activision has confirmed that they're resetting inventories and resetting stats and resetting all of that uh, with this new game. So any oh, of any of the blueprints or weapon skins that you've purchased throughout the what almost three years now that Warzone's been out, gone. Um, I stopped grinding because there's mm-hmm. just so much. There's so many camos. Like unless there's a gun that became the meta, I I just didn't bother. Yeah. Trying to do that again. I I'm glad they've gone the route in Warzone now where there's a lot more balance. There's so many more guns that you can use. So I don't feel the need to completely grind these guns because yeah, they may be kind of overpowered for a little bit, but they kind of end up balancing it back out. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's totally true. I mean, and then we're going to run into situations like this where I just brought up on screen, um, phase Pomage tweeted earlier today. Uh, he said he is close to 700 bundles all for nothing, which is insane. I mean, he's a creator. He obviously, it, this is what he does for a living. Yeah. Um, but like, this is not new though. Like call of duty. Like if you bought a new call of duty game, you, it was new every year. Yeah. Not in the last three years though. The well, last three last... titles have all run together. So it's like that. Yeah. That's but... Kind of the expectation that, that they've set. Um, so you just never How know. And you... I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah, but how would you incorporate all that? That's it's in my opinion, it's just too much. I think the game has become so bogged down because they're releasing yeah. so many skins, they're releasing so many camos. They're like, I, you think about this in that like some of the attachments even have become like they make them OP just for a new gun that they like a new skin or a new gun that you can unlock. Like that has made the game so bogged down that like I don't really, I don't really care for you guys to keep unlock like making us unlock so many things i do like new stuff but like it's just so much how do you incorporate it again like across four different games maybe you let the stats reset or something but like i i don't know it's just so much and also if you're going into a new like going from modern warfare to modern warfare 2 is not that big of a jump because you're kind of in the same realm here mm-hmm. but like across like vanguard and then like if you wanted to go with like a world war game like you're not going to have the same skins and the same stuff on on uh, across everything so i'm i don't really care i get people that spend a shit ton of money on all that that are like pissed off but yeah that's why i don't <laughs> well and to that point, I mean, Warzone in its current state is still going to be left playable. So you can mm-hmm. always go back and, and play that, but there's just going to be a new game. So it's going back to the the traditional uh, framework of here's a new game. Everything resets. Have your shiny new things in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. I, what I'm actually really interested in and this is what I'm most excited about personally is to, is to compare my stats from modern warfare to modern warfare two mm-hmm. and see the difference in, in the KD and in all of that from like early season one war zone days when we were stuck in quarantine playing 12 hours a day and just grinding and absolutely vibing to what is my performance now? Because it's going to be night and day. Cause I know I'm a, hell of a lot better um and that's where i'm excited just to see my own growth within like skill level as you say that i'm literally just thinking about i looked at how many days i had 
Sean and I were actually talking about this the other day. I think you're over 40. I'm looking right now. <laughs> I think I, I was at like 29 and you were over 40. And he was, he was baffled by those numbers. And uh, I think he said that he had like 25 in like the last three Call of Duties combined. And like just in Warzone. 25 days total? Yeah. And like just in Warzone, you had 40. I had 29. And uh, I was like, that, I mean, that is what we did. When that's all we, I mean, that's all we played for sure. Yeah. Back in March of 2019, right when Warzone came out, I mean, we, we were first, like, lockdown started. We were on Fortnite. Then Modern oh, yeah. Warfare multiplayer came out. We, I don't know how many, not 40 hours, Sean, 40 days. Um, I don't know how many <laughs> hours we spent on just playing Rust. Remember that? It was like Rust every single game. Yeah. And then Warzone um, came out, and we played Warzone. 12 to 15 well, hours a day because multiplayer to yeah multiplayer i only have four days yeah well i was only on quarantine so this isn't helping my case but i was only on quarantine for two maybe three weeks <laughs> yeah that doesn't help your case <laughs> but otherwise my free time was devoted to this game i have 40 days 14 hours i'm in the top zero percent for score Top zero percent for kills, top zero percent for wins. Where do you where do you see it? Is this in COD Tracker? No, I'm on uh, the actual COD. Okay, I like I loaded up my game. Um, LOL. Okay, I'll have to take a look, and we can talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, it's there's a lot a lot of time that's been put into this game, uh, and we're excited for the next iteration to come out because it's I think. Ultimately, it's going to be a good one. We didn't really even dive too far into uh, the trailer and the gameplay release that uh, came oh, out. Oh, can we talk about how crispy it was, at yeah. least? I mean, the graphics looked awesome. Uh, oh. First off, I want to know, who is the bot? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bot? <laughs> That's all I want to know. Uh, um, but I, obviously, the first gameplay, I think, every year that gets released is campaign gameplay. So... <laughs> There, a lot of that stuff may not be seen transferred over to to Warzone and multiplayer, um, but there's a good amount that will be, and it looked great, looked super super crispy, and they even came out and said that that's not even alpha gameplay yet. That is like pre alpha gameplay. That is not buttoned up. That is a very first look. That the public has seen, which is awesome news, it's because nuts. it's just going to continue to continue to look better. Um, but the the one random piece that I picked up on that was, I hope that they bring the dynamic environments into Warzone that you yeah. saw in the trailer on the ship. I don't know when he's walking around with the shotgun on the um, mm-hmm. on the ship in the different pods are moving around. I think that could bring such a cool dynamic within the game. And maybe it's not all the time. Maybe maybe it's not all the time. Maybe it's just an event similar to like a fire sale. It's like your dynamic environments will start to move it during that event. Um, Maybe it's only objects that can't kill you or something like bringing something like that to the game that just adds another layer. 
could be cool. I think that's where Battlefield had a lot of potential and uh, we all know what happened there. But that was one of the things that I was excited about for Battlefield was the the different dynamic environments and seeing that change in real time. So yeah, but then they, uh, yeah, build their own game. We so. all, we all know. <laughs> so anyway, Modern Warfare 2 looked very crispy. I'm excited for what it could be. And, yeah, and yeah, sure. honestly, I'm at this point where like, I also am curious and, and might, um, I might buy the, I might get the pre-order just so that I can play the beta. Yeah, um, uh, I definitely think it's worth at least checking it out. Um, one, I'm trying to look. I, I saw a list somewhere. Um, but the what's your? Here we go. The confirmed guns so far that we saw from the uh, the trailer, which there's a lot of talk about whether or not the one of the guns. Or the gun that was thrown up into the air, if that was an ACR or not. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying Funny. it's a scar, and a lot of people are saying it's an ACR. Um, I hope it's an ACR. I want them to bring that back. That was what the, the number one gun that I said I wanted to come back next to the intervention. Um, but it looks like like some of the notable ones, SCAR, MP5, MP7, um, M16, AK-47, M4. Uh, the tar 21, if you remember that, um, seems like all of these are for sure coming back. And then there's obviously going to be others that, uh, have not yet been announced and will be surprised within the game. Um, but ACR, I don't know if they're ever really going to confirm that before it actually gets released. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm excited for it. That, that Uh open beta may be where we find out if the ACR is coming back or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, brings back memories. It sure does. It sure does. Grinding those guns. Going uh, for the the blue and red tiger on those, I'm excited. And, and what I'm also interested to see is simpler days. Oh, simpler times, 100. percent um, I'm also interested to see what uh, what the mastery camos look like. Um, I know you're not a big camo grinder. I always kind of have been. Um, I've got a couple of the Vanguard guns gold, and I was like, you know, might as well just do this because why not? Because I like to bring myself that sort of pain and suffering of. <laughs> Figuring out how to satisfaction, Kevin. Three different attachments just to get a hundred kills with each one. Vanguard camos are the freaking worst. Um, but I'm I mean, I'm curious to see what this uh, what this mastery camo looks like because if it's just going to be like a like a Damascus, like to me, a mastery camo should be reactive, um, or at least have some sort of movement within it, like uh, like a dark matter, um, but. I don't know. Infinity Ward doesn't have the track record of making that. They're more of a, a simple, like a Damascus, where it's like, yeah, blue and shiny and all that. Great. Um, we'll see. One of the things I'm excited we, for. We will see. Well, let us know what you guys think uh, down down below in the comments. We want to hear from yeah. you. Um, let us know what you're thinking. Uh, one of Fortune's Keep. Uh, what you're excited for about Modern Warfare Two and Warzone Two because there is a lot coming um we'll talk about uh, any more leaks and in any more uh things that we see next week on the episode about fortunes keep because uh, we'll be just a couple days out from the release of that map uh at that time um but for now thank you for joining us tonight we had a lot of chatters in here so we appreciate everybody make sure yes. you follow us over on twitter at the joystick pod and uh subscribe down below if you haven't already uh ring that notification bell every time uh, or as well so you get notified 
every time we go live. Um, but we appreciate everybody for coming. Thank you to the new subs and uh, we'll see everybody next week. See ya. Goodbye.